name Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, Heavenly Father, tonight, Almighty God, as your children have come, Heavenly Father, to hear from you, I pray that as a mortal man, Lord Jesus, may get out of the way and let your Holy Spirit speak to us, Heavenly Father, as I am a dying mortal, Lord, preaching to dying people, Lord Jesus Christ, may you come and take over, Lord Jesus Christ, may your Spirit take full control, Lord Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, you know it is not enough when your spirit is not present, Lord. But when your spirit is present, Lord, we know where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, O oh God. Come, Lord Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, and undertake for us. Heal the sick, Lord. Deliver sinners and strengthen the weak, Lord Jesus. We pray for everything in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. How many are happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. I'm glad that everyone is happy. Amen. Amen. Uh, still with the revival fires from Sunday. Amen. Amen. A waiting period. Amen. The Bible says, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. They shall run and shall not be weary. Amen. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. Amen. Uh, the poet says, teach me, Lord, to wait. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 As we take our Bibles, Let's read from the book of Isaiah, chapter 59, verse 19. Isaiah, chapter 59, verse 19. If you are there, the Bible says here, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Then Revelation chapter 12, from verse 9 up to 12. Revelation chapter 12, from verse 9 up to 12. If you are there, the Bible says here, and the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the power of his now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them. What to the inhabitants of earth and of the sea? For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he is but a short time. Amen. Amen. May God be blessed by the reading of his word as we all take our seats. Before I get into my message this evening, uh, I want to say, if I will be given to choose between the heaven and the earth and the word of God, I will choose the word of God. Because the Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away, 
but the word will never pass away. Then to take it further, I just want to read this quotation from the spoken word, Time-Tested Memorials of God, that was preached in 1957, 08, 18. It says here, not long ago, when I heard, when I was in Italy, I heard of Mussolini and that great statue of Fort something feet high, and that he would build as a memorial to athletics, as he was an athlete. And I wanted to find that memorial. And you know, it had been blown into powder by a big blockbuster. I stood at about two, three years ago on the place where pharaohs of Egypt had raised up the great shrines and idols. And they tell me that you have, you have to dig 20 feet under the earth to find even the ground where those memorials stood. I stood where Caesar Augustus, where the heroes and the great of Rome, and I went on the street and where he used to go down the street from the place, and it's about 25 feet beneath the earth. Their memorials is gone, but that living word of God still remains, just the same and just as valuable. That's memorial. So I say today, brother, the things that you do, the way that you say, how you treat your neighbor, and what you do about Christ will be a, an everlasting memorial. You might have a fine home to leave your children. You might be working for some livelihood to leave to your children. But I would rather leave them the word of God than anything else. Those houses will vanish. That's perfectly right. That's good. I have nothing against it. But don't you do those minor things and leave the great things undone. You see? Because the word, the house, will, the house will perish and the people will perish, but the word will raise them up in the last days and give them eternal life and immortal life again. And now, in order to make the estate like this, God is turned away. I think of this old song we used to sing years ago. Time is filled with the swift transition. Not of earth and earth shall stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. When your journey is completed, if to God we have been true, fair and bright our home in glory, our enraptured soul shall view. How much better is it to look out in the face of the setting sun when your veins are cooling in your body and your children standing around the bed to know that you got a memorial built. Honey, someday... Dead will meet you on the other side. I would rather have that when the doctor said, Billy, there's nothing more can be done for you. Amen. Amen. So we just see the importance of the word of God. All these things will pass away, but the word will remain. So this is the inheritance that you can see, you can leave even to your children. When you teach them the oracles of the word, you are leaving them an important heritage. Amen. I want to speak about this again. <clears throat> uh, one day, I got into a text. There was a note that was written in that text. It was saying, don't tell God how big is your problem, but tell the problem how big is your God. Amen. So I think that must be the attitude of a believer, to boast uh, of your God towards that problem. Then the problem will just seem to be nothing before you. Amen. This evening I want to speak about spiritual warfare for a, a subject. Then for a text, God will raise 
a standard. Amen. On normal circumstances, you hear some brothers or some sisters say, I've overcome this problem, I've overcome that problem, I've overcome that problem. The fact is, it's not them that overcome that problem, or it's not them that overcome that temptation, but it's the spirit of the Lord that raised the standard for them to overcome that problem. That's why in the book of Acts of the Apostles, the prophet says, it wasn't the Acts of the Apostles, but it was the Acts of the Holy Ghost in the Apostles. So it's not the Acts of you, but the Acts of the Holy Ghost in you that can conquer that devil. Amen. Amen. Even about the Holy Mount. You see, when Peter spoke about the Holy Mount, it wasn't the Holy Mount, but it was a Holy God on that Mount that made that Mount to be a Holy Mount. So the emphasis is to God. Amen. Amen. Above everything, the emphasis is, is to God. Amen. Amen. So just for a little background, <clears throat> we know all of us that the devil was one of the closest angels to God. And he was one of the leading angels in heaven. He was a well-gifted song leader until all the angels had to go and report to him because he was leading them all. He was the expert in music. But the problem with him is that the Bible says iniquity was found in him. So, brother, sister, let me tell you one thing. It's good sometimes in life to maintain your position because each and every one of us has got a part to play in the kingdom of God. The devil makes a mistake that he wanted to take the position of God. He was not satisfied with his own position. So we see for him to get out of his position, it caused a problem. Because the angel, actually, Michael was angry with him. As we all know that in heaven there is holiness. So this guy was filled with the pride. And Michael was angry. In this heaven, there is full of holiness. Now we are coming with the pride. We can't keep such a thing in here. Then he kicked him out of heaven. Now watch this. When he kicked him out of heaven, we realized that he didn't only just come out alone, but he dragged three quarters of the angels of God and brought them down. The Bible says he drew them by the tail. And the tail means a lie. Amen. So the devil is a liar. And the devil is the beginner of split. Amen. Split didn't start here, but it started in heaven. When the devil splitted the angels of God because of his lie. Amen. So it's not good to stand against the angels of God. And it's not good to drag people with a lie. Stay with the truth. Amen. Amen. Then the other thing, we realize in the book of Isaiah chapter 14 verse 12, that the Bible says, How art that fallen, you Lucifer, son of the morning? But you see, Satan, Satan said, I will arise. So it really means that Satan is stubborn. When a person fallen, he must just admit that truly I've fallen. But the devil was stubborn. He says, I will arise above all the stars of heaven and I'll be like the most high God. He was stubborn. Amen. We know the, the character of a Christian. Let's say he fell. He is ready to wake up or to stand up and dust himself and continue his journey. But he admits that he fell. Amen. So in this Christian journey, no matter what temptation you face in life, you can just uh, dust yourself and say, Satan, get away and you proceed with the journey. Because it's not you that uh, started with that problem, but it's the devil. Amen. Our enemy is not your brother. Our enemy is not your friend, but your, our enemy is the devil. Amen. So above everything, just see the devil in the picture. 
Let's say there is a misunderstanding somewhere. What happens is that 99.5% is of the devil. Then 5% is just the mistake of the brother or the mistake of the sister. Amen. So as the devil was uh, down, the first thing that he did, he went into this uh, serpent. The Bible says this serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field. When he went into the serpent, he made that serpent actually to deceive Eve. Eve, we really know that always he was given that spoken word that you must not uh, eat of the fruit that is in the midst of the garden. And he will say amen to his brother Adam. And for quite some time, he, she was fortified with that word. But he, the other day, when Adam just went for some ministry somewhere, bees naming the animals, the sister was alone at home. Then this devil came. And this devil came. He started to quote the scripture and pervert it a bit. Amen. He said, yeah, God said, you shall not surely die. He said, he actually perverted with a note. God said, you shall surely die if you eat the tree in the midst of the garden. But the devil says, you shall not surely die. By that note, everything was polluted. By that note, it caused a lot of sickness in the world. By that note, that's why we hear some ambulances. By that note, that's why we hear all the, we see these hospitals. It was because of that note, you shall not surely die. All the wars that we see in this whole world was because of a note, N-O-T. Those three letters, it caused a lot of pollution worldwide. Amen. Thou shall not surely die. Amen. The devil was starting to perfect the scripture. Hallelujah. Now, there was a problem with Eve. Eve didn't maintain the word of God. He believed the lie of the devil. And we really know by believing that lie, that was the thing that caused all the havoc that we see. The prophet says in the spoken word, the greatest battle ever fought. You see, the mistake of Eve is that he wanted a better way of the word. She wanted a better way of the word. Until when the serpent presented this word to him, he said, ah, but Adam never told me about this word. Actually, she wanted a new revelation. More than the revelation that she was having all along. And when he looked at this serpent, the Bible said he was handsome. So it's like when she looked at this serpent, she was saying, wow, wow she's such a handsome man. Because he, he, she, he was more handsome than Adam. So we can just realize that Adam was deceived by seeing the, the, this handsome man. He preferred this handsome man more than the brother that was in the field preaching the word. Amen. As, as the conversation proceeded on, we just realized that Eve says, ah, this man is making the scriptures more so real and plain to me. So if you come to a position whereby another man who explain this thing, the things of God, actually, let me say, when you come to a situation where we, you prefer another man more than your husband, then there is a problem. Because this is what caused problem in the Garden of Eden. If you preferred the devil more than his own husband. So there must not be a situation whereby you prefer another man more than your own husband. This is the thing that is causing some problems uh, the whole worldwide. Amen. <clears throat> then we can see, while they are still in there, 
The sister went and also gave the fruit to Eve. I sorry, the sister went gave the fruit to, to Adam. When he gave to Adam, Adam intentionally ate the fruit. The prophet says Adam was not deceived, but he ate the fruit intentionally because he was playing the part of redemption. Amen. We know that Jesus Christ took our place, our place because he wanted to deliver us. He was playing the part of redemption. Amen. So the Lord is up to us also as brothers. We must play, uh, play our part of redemption to our sisters. Because we really know that uh, playing the part of redemption is like uh, forgiving them or carrying uh, their mistakes. Amen. For example, you find that your sister is not able to cook. You teach him how to cook. Let's say your sister is not able uh, to iron. You teach him how to iron. Let's say your sister is not able to scrub the floor. You teach him all those things. Amen. You are taking the, uh, the part of redemption. Hallelujah. This is exactly what Adam did. So, when God came down in the garden, he was expecting worship. But that specific day, the brother and sister didn't come to church. The couple missed the church. He checked on their chairs. There was no brother, there was no sister. He waited for them for quite a time. No brother, no sister. He waited them for the song leading service. There was nobody. Then he realized this couple had already uh, missed the service. There's something wrong somewhere, somehow. Then he had to go after Adam. Amen. And say, Adam, Adam, where art thou? Adam was already busy with something else. Amen. So realize that spirit is the spirit of God. When you go after a fallen brother, just like Abraham, he went after a fallen Lord and fought for the kings, uh, fought for the, against the kings for him. Amen. Until he conquered all the kings. Because that was his brother. So when you see a backslidden brother or you see a backslidden sister, you must go after that one. Amen. Amen. You must see how best you can do to bring him back. Amen. Amen. That is exactly what uh, God did. Adam, Adam, where art thou? Amen. Adam was busy with the denomination. Amen. He already started his own church, a fig relief church. Amen. Amen. And he was having one church member. That was his wife, Eve. Amen. They were busy hiding under the trees. Amen. Life far away from God is so miserable. Amen. And sin is the thing that separates a human being from God. Amen. Amen. So what is very important, you must just stay in the presence of God. Because as long as you are in the presence of God, you can't sin against God. Amen. Amen. Because you are, you'll be in that environment of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. You'll be like a man that is in the Shekinah glory. Because right in the Shekinah glory, there will be just those cherubims. Amen. And in the Shekinah glory, it's full of holiness. The manna in there will not, never go stale. Amen. Yes. And even the almond rod of Aaron, it blossomed. It was right in the presence of God. Amen. So when you're in the presence of God, you produce fruits worth of repentance. Amen. You produce the fruits of spirit. Amen. Because you'll be already in the presence of God. Amen. Right in the presence of God, a lot of things happen in there. So we see, as he said, Adam, Adam, where art thou? There was a problem with Adam. He started passing the back. Because he, God asked him, did you eat the fruit? He said, the wife you gave me. So we see, there is no one that wanted to be identified with the sin. Everyone wants to be right. Sin can trap a person. That's why Adam said, the wife that you gave me. In other words, he was accusing God in the picture. That actually, if you didn't give me this wife, otherwise I was not supposed to be a sinner. But because you give me this wife, that's why I ate the fruit. Amen. So we realize 
that uh, Adam, he refused his sin. He didn't admit that he was wrong. He bring the case back to God. Amen. Then to Eve, it was like a, a white throne judgment in the Garden of Eden. To Eve, he says, what happened to you? He says, the serpent beguiled me. And to the serpent, he just gave judgment to him. So we realize this fruit that was eaten was not a literal apple or apple, uh, apricot. It was a literal egg that happened in there. Because if it was a, an apple, it was not supposed to say, the serpent beguiled me. The word beguiled, it means he was deceived, he was defiled. Amen. So you can't be defiled with an apple. It can't be. And also after seeing, actually after eating, actually after eating this fruit, we realized that this, these people, they realized that they were naked. Amen. So today, if you can check, there are a lot of people that are walking in the streets, being naked, half-dressed. They go around buying some apples, but they don't realize that they are naked. Which means it was not an apple. Amen. If it was, not a, if it was a literal apple, when they buy some apples, they, they realize, ah, I'm not, I'm not dressed. Amen. So it was not a literal apple. Amen. It was a literal act. Amen. And we realize that uh, the bread of Jesus Christ, we're going to stand with Jesus Christ judging the world. So we are going to judge a lot of fruit eaters. Amen. And the Bible says, adulterers and fornicators will not inherit the kingdom of God. So, such people, or such people that eat the fruit, will not inherit the kingdom of God. We are living in a, a generation where Jesus Christ says it's an evil and adulterous generation. So, in this evil and adulterous generation, the only people that stay with the word, or the people that stay with us, says the Lord, is the bread of Jesus Christ. But a lot of people in denominations or where a lot of them, they are eating this fruit. Amen. And God is going to judge them. Now, check this. These people, when they fell, God went after them. But when angels fell from heaven, God never even bothered to go after them. So you see how important human race is. Amen. We are so important before the uh, sight of the Lord. Amen. God is depending on us. Because God needs vessels that he can use. Amen. So he went after Adam and Eve and he dressed them. Amen. So the best dress that God can give, actually the best dress comes, dressing comes from God. Amen. Amen. Let the Holy Ghost dress you. Because if someone comes and says, yeah, this dress is wrong, this dress is wrong, sometimes you feel maybe the sister wants to see too much. Amen. But if the Holy Ghost comes into your heart and tells you that this miniskirt is strong, you realize, yeah, you are truly strong because it's an inward conviction. Amen. Amen. In Deben, you remember those Zulus that were naked? Yes, when the Holy Ghost descended, they realized that they were naked. Yeah. The Holy Ghost dressed them. Amen. Amen. So God must dress you. Amen. Amen. God will give you the right kind of a dress. That's why it is very important to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is very important. Amen. Then, uh, what? another thing that we have to realize is that the devil wants also to be worshipped. The very thing that was casted out from heaven is the same thing that he's doing right here now. Because we are right now in, in, this, Satan's, in this Satan's Eden. Amen. And in this Satan's Eden, the devil is busy perverting the scriptures. Another thing that we have to recognize is that the devil comes to church. And the devil can amen the word. 
And the devil believed the word, but he trembles. Amen. And the devil can go as far as even preaching the word, but his word actually is full of theology and education and being smart. That, was, that is actually his sermon. Amen. But the sermon of God is full of power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. So the devil is a preacher. So you, for us to realize who is preaching, is it God or the devil? We see it by the word of God. Because the devil, when he preached, he preached creeds and dogmas far away from the word of God. But he can twist it, he can take the word of God and twist it a little bit so that people can believe it. The devil presenting lies in a way that people can believe it. Amen. A lot of poopies are being invaded by devil anointed men. Preaching lies to people, and people believe it. They will come and say, fire, 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 fire. But there's no fire, amen. They are lying to people, amen. I saw another man even taking the snake, make, making it like uh, hitting the people and saying, uh, whatever we touch is blessed. Whatever we touch is the blessed. Touching the serpent, just imagine. Can you touch a snake and say, whatever we touch is blessed. Touching a snake. That's why sometimes... You can see even these other people that are making people to eat snakes, eating braids, eating grass, and all these things that is happening. It's the devil that has invaded the puppies. Amen. Amen. So we must be careful of him. You see, people are so desperate in such a way that they can believe everything. But you must be careful, must be careful and stay with the word of God. That's the only way you can be safe. Amen. We realize that uh, when Adam fell, the book of redemption went back to God. The devil was in need of this book of redemption, but God couldn't give him. Amen. Because we really know that we are very important. We are, we, we are the Gentiles. We are like Esna to Joseph. Amen. Joseph was a Jew that got married to, to a Gentile. Amen. We are like the Ruth being married to Boaz. Amen. We are the elected people. We are the elected bride. Amen. Amen. We are a peculiar people. A royal priesthood of a holy nation. Hallelujah. We are called to sacrifice. We are called to worship him. To give him honor and glory. Hallelujah. The prophet spoke something in the greatest battle ever fought. He says, in the land of Switzerland, uh, there were some enemies that were coming from Germany. The German soldiers who come, try to take land and do everything that they do. That was against the will of the uh, Swiss, Swiss people. They used to do that for quite some time until the Swiss people were tired of it. Then one of them, uh, one of them people whose name was Arnold von Wingoride, he was kind of fed up with this thing. And then he gathered all the people in that village and he said, hey, man, we are tired. These people are victimizing us there and then. Let us make a plan. Let us see what we can do. He gathered all the men then he bid farewell to his wife. Then he said, today, we're going to fight against the enemy. As they went to fight against the Germans, while they were at a certain position, they realized that the Germans are more well armed than them. Then some of the men, they started to fear and tremble. They said, how are we going to fight with these people that are well armed? Well, at least we just got the, well, at least we just have some sticks. We've got some stones. We just have got this blaze of sickles. How are we going to overcome these people? Then Arnold von Wingo Wright says, when I bid fail to my child to, and my, my wife, I really mean it from my heart. 
whatever takes place in there, I'm going to face it because I want to, I'm going to die for Switzerland today. Amen. Then he said, we're going to fight with whatever we have. Then he said, brothers, he said, let's, he said, man, let's go. He said, he shouted, way to liberty. Then he went after the German soldiers. He went and he grabbed a lot of spears that were with them. Then he died right in the process. The other soldiers that were following, they come and finish up those German soldiers. Amen. Just like me and you, my brother. We were pinned right in sin, frustrations, doubt and everything. But we've got a legend. We've got a soldier that stepped out from the throne of God, seeing our weakness, seeing our sins, and he come and die for us. Amen. He stepped out himself, amen, amen, to take our part. Hallelujah. God didn't give the book of redemption to the devil because the devil is a squatter. Because the devil is a bluffer. Because the devil is a toothless lion. is a bee without a sting. That is the devil. So, you know all of us, like here in South Africa, if ever there are some people that are staying in a place where it's illegalized, there are some people that are sent there to destroy everything and to put everything to the ground. Those people are called the Red Ends. Amen. Whenever you heard of the red ants, those people, they don't play. If ever you hear that the red ants are coming, then you have to pack your iron sheets and go. Because those people, they take even the iron sheets and leave everything to the ground. Amen. They never mind whether your bed is outside, your TV is outside, your blanket is outside. They just do whatever they, they are commissioned to do. Amen. So we, the bread of Jesus Christ, we are like the red ants. We don't mind about how the squatter will feel the devil. We fight him the best we can. Amen. Because from the word to go, he's a squatter. Amen. Because actually, if we check the book that returned back to the throne of God, it later came back and being opened to us through Malachi 4's ministry. We know that according to the book of Revelation chapter 5, when John realized that there's no one to open, he wept. But there was an elder that told him, no, there's someone that's going to open this book. The Lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. He's able to open this book. So the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, who is also the Lamb, came and opened this book of redemption and gave it to the prophet. When he gave it to the prophet, we now feast from what the prophet say. Amen. That's why we got the book of the seals. Amen. So if we got that book of uh, the seals, we got the title deed. Amen. So as long as we got the title deed, the squatter cannot do anything. Amen. Any second, any time, can just chase out the squatter. Amen. And we also have this access to every promise of, of God. Every promise in the book is ours. Every chapter, every verse belongs to us. The promise of God says, Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, it will be done or it will be given to you. Is the promise. Us, we are the inheritors of these promises. The Bible says, if you speak to this mountain without doubt in your heart, it will come to pass. Why? Because we are the inheritors of these promises. Amen. So it is very important to know where we stand as the bread of Jesus Christ. Because from Genesis to Revelation, it's full of uh, promises to the bread of Jesus Christ. Amen. The only thing is the way you take it. Amen. You must take God at his word. 
If you take God at his word, then you are more than conquerors. Amen. Amen. The prophet in the book, Greatest Battle Ever Fought, he spoke something that is very important there. There was the firefighters in the place of Jefferson Vile. So these firefighters were not well trained. Then it came to pass that a fire broke out in Jefferson Valley, Indiana. The, uh, the, captain of this, the captain of these firefighters was not well trained. So he was just saying, spit a water there with a, a small pipe, spit a water there, spit a water there, because he was not well trained. So the fire was actually continued blazing in such a way that these people were just useless until they have to call one of the uh, firefighters right in Lucifer. So those people were well trained people. Within a short period of time, for people, they were there. Amen. So, as soon as the, the engine stopped, the chief captain went to the end of the ladder. He threw the axe through the window. Then all of a sudden, he said, come on, boys. Within a short period of time, that fire was over. Our chief captain is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's been saying, come on, boys. The check is open for you. You just write whatever you want. Amen. Whatever we want was written on that day on Calvary. Everything was deposited right in there. Amen. So we've got our bank full because it was, it was deposited on Calvary. Amen. Bodies are lifted at Calvary. Everything is just there at Calvary. I think it's in Zulway, say, Zijgalifa or something. Amen. We're eating the inheritance of what Jesus Christ did for us. Amen. It's good, friends, to be a Christian. It's good, friends, it's good, friends, to stand for God. Because when you stand for God, God will stand for you. It reminds me of this man that he dreamed going to heaven. As he was going to heaven, he realized as a preacher, it's easy for him to just go straight to heaven because he was a preacher. But yet it wasn't like that. Amen. So in this dream as he was going, he realized when he entered by the gate, he said, can I find my name with confidence? Because he thought maybe since he was a preacher, it was it would be just an easy go. So the angels were busy checking his name in the Rocco. He realized that a preacher was not there in the Rocco. Then he said, we don't find your name. But he said, I was a preacher. He said, yeah, but we tried to check here, but there's no, uh, there, there's no, your name is not in here. Then he said, can I appeal my case? The angel said, yeah, you can appeal your case with the white throne judgment. So this preacher, as he was moving on, as he was proceeding with the journey, he realized some of the little things that he thought, this is a little lie, this is a little deal. It became big right in the presence of God. Then he realized, I'm just ready for redemption now. I'm ready to perish. Amen. But he said, right in the process, he heard the sweetest voice ever that said, Father, on earth you used to stand for me. So the scripture says, if you confess me before people, I also confess you before the angels in heaven. Amen. So it's good to stand for God. Amen. If you stand for God, God will also stand for you. Amen. There's nothing in this world more important than being a Christian, friends. Being a Christian is more important more than anything that you can talk of. Amen. When you talk about Christianity, we're going to say to Buddha, stand aside. When you talk about Christianity, we can say even to Muhammad, stand aside. When you talk about Christianity, we can say even to Shembe, stand aside. Because Christianity is proven, friends. Amen. Just like Joshua and Caleb, when they went into the land of Canaan, they came back with the grapes. Amen. As an evidence of what was there in the land. Amen. So Jesus Christ, when he conquered death, hell, and grave, 
He came back with the evidence, the evidence of the Holy Ghost. Amen. For us to know that he is alive forevermore. Amen. He is not in the grave, but he's alive forevermore. Amen. So if that seed of God is in your heart, which means that the resurrection is your promise. Amen. One of these days, you're going to rise again. Amen. There is nothing that can stop you from being resurrected. Amen. Let me tell you, friends. Brother Brown says there are three things. There are three things that can happen to, to, to us as human beings. Say so sickness can take you. Accident can take you. Old age can take you. But besides that, rapture can take you. So if you die even before rapture, that is a quick heaven ticket. Amen. <clears throat> so when it comes to Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the center of our attraction. Because Christianity is based upon the crucifixion, burial, and resurrection. Then the second coming of Jesus Christ. And as I have just said, that everything was deposited for us. Just for example, as the bread of Jesus Christ, you can ask for a little flower. He will give you a garden of flowers. Amen. You ask for a glass of water. He gives you a river. Amen. You ask for a shoe. He can give you even a factory. Amen. Because he is Jehovah Jireh. Amen. Our God is more than Kongara. Amen. Something that we have also to be careful of, that we have to know, is that for being identified with Jesus Christ, we are being identified with our only creator right in the flesh. Because Jesus Christ is God himself in flesh. So, it's such a privilege to be the wife of God. So, being the wife of God is such a privilege, especially in this darkest age. Amen. I thought of something. There was a time in DRC, when the rebels were about to overtake Kinshasa, and Kinshasa is the capital city of DRC, is that so, bro? Yeah. So, what happens is that uh, the DRC president spoke to, to Mugabe and said, please, can you just come and help us here? So, Mugabe, before he went in there, he asked some other African countries and said, can you come and assist so that you can assist our uh, African brother to drive the rebels away? Some other African countries, they give some excuses. But uh, Mugabe sent some Zimbabweans in there as soon as they got in there, they drove all the rebels out of Kinshasa. Within a short period of time, Kinshasa was free. Amen. So I want you to check something, friends. The devil is a rebel. Amen. He, rebel, he, he rebelled in heaven. Amen. He rebelled against Michael's kingdom until he was casted out. So if we can check, the rebels were casted out from the capital city. What is the capital city in your body? Your heart is the throne of God. Amen. We are the people that can drive the rebels away. Amen. We don't keep demons in our hearts. Amen. We keep on driving the devil away. Hallelujah. We realize in fighting, there's a way that shows this is a fighter. Amen. You know, we grew even watching those boxing. Amen. You can see even, even at the end that person is beaten, but at the beginning, we show that he's a fighter. Amen. He'll do some actions, whatever, come to come later. Amen. To show that he's a fighter. This is exactly what we have to do as children of God. We have to stand as fighters. Amen. Amen. And as fighters, there are principles that we have to follow. And these principles is the word of God. Amen. There's nothing more than, uh, than that. Amen. And when it comes to the word of God, we don't have to sugarcoat the word of God. Amen. The word of God is not something like bread where we put marmalade, peanut butter, and margarine. Amen. We can't eat anything. Or it's like chicken where you can spice it. Amen. It's not like that. The word of God will remain the word of God. Amen. Yes, 
Because he's an infinity God. His first, his first plan is final. Amen. He knows from the beginning to the end. So we must follow the principles of fighting. <clears throat> we know of this uh, bird, an eagle. That an eagle, let's say it's in the highs. Then it realizes there's a snake moving at the ground. An eagle is high visionary. It came with a speed. It will come with a speed and pick this snake in, on its claws. Goes up in the highs. Amen. Why is it doing that for? Because we realize you can't fight the enemy on his territory. Amen. We have got to take the devil to our territory. Amen. So our territory is the word of God. Amen. We must stay in the territory. Hallelujah. So we realize while he is busy there in the heights, he will release this snake. Amen. Then this snake will feel dizzy, fainting in the way. Amen. Because right in the, in the, in the atmosphere, it's not his territory. Amen. When he, it is about to uh, fall on the ground, that ego come again, take it and flew with it up. Amen. Then it release it. It become this again. Up and uh, on and on it do that until it release for the final. Then you come and eat that fresh kill. Amen. Amen. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, the only way we can overcome the devil is stay with, to stay with the revealed word. Amen. Amen. And the revealed word is the fresh food. Amen. And also, if you can check, even a fish, a fish is very powerful when it is right in the water. If you take it out of the water, it will become powerless and even let her die. Amen. amen. So when it is in the water, it's a fish. Amen. But when it gets out of the water, it is still a fish, but it has changed another a name. It is now called a dried fish. Amen. amen. So now, if you are a Christian and you get out of the waters of the world, you will become dry. Amen. amen. You are still a human being. But spiritually, you are dry. There's nothing good that can come out of you. Amen. Because you are spiritually dead. Amen. Prayer Brown in the spoken word, the contest. He says, uh, the Indians, what they normally do, they used to take this rope. Uh, some men who stand at the end of the rope, then the other men who stand at the end of the rope. In between, there was a fire. So, when they were pulling one another, the weak side would be dragged straight into the fire. Amen. So this is the same thing with the that devil's kingdom and God's kingdom. We are standing for God's kingdom. And we are on a contest. And the contest is the, the test of strength. So while we are in this test of strength, we have to drag the devil into the fire. Amen. Because the devil, his destination is the lake of fire. Hallelujah. We know all of us, according to the book of Matthew chapter 4, the devil went and tried the Lord Jesus Christ with the three temptations. And if you can check all those, uh, the words that he was speaking, that was speaking to address Jesus Christ, it was the original word of God. The devil knows the word. Amen. So as he was speaking this word, we realized that the Lord Jesus Christ couldn't accept it because the source where it was coming for, from was wrong. Amen. It was truly the pure word, but it was coming from the wrong source. It's just like a snake coming with an apple. Can you take it? No, you can't take it because it's a wrong source. Amen. So we must be careful of where, where do we get, amen, the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Lord Jesus Christ overcome the devil, not by a gift, uh-uh, but by the word of God. It is written. He said, change this, uh, bread, uh, this stone into bread. He said, it is written. We shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded from the mouth of the Lord. Amen. amen. 
So it's only by the word we overcome. And what we have to be careful about, friends, is that Christianity is not easy. If anyone tells you, tells you that Christianity is easy, Brother Brown said he is lying to you. Because Christianity is a battle. Amen. It's not a flowery bed of easy, but it's a battle. Amen. If we can check Samson, Samson, he relaxed with the devil too long. He waited too much with the, for the devil. Amen. The first temptation came. He compromised. Actually, he did something that was good, but he only kept the devil uh, long. Because at the first, when this uh, Delilah came, where do we find your power, man? Just tell me. I'm your girlfriend. You know, why are you just hiding this thing from me? He said, no, just take the green weeds and you tie me. Uh, I'll be powerless. I'll, actually, you, you just conquer me. They did it, but he just break everything. He came the second time. You see, Sami, you are lying to me. You know how I love you. You are my sweet daughter and everything. But you see, the second time, you also break that, that thread, you see. Then the third time, he said, but you see, Sami, you are lying to me. He said, no, just take a web. Just take a web and tie on my head. Then you can easily go. You can easily overtake me. They did it, but still, he just wake, wake, wake out of sleep and he just move away. Then last the fourth temptation, he vexed his soul up to death. So we must be careful that the devil sometimes gives temptation after temptation, test after test, because he is worried. What is that that is making you to come to church? What is it that will make you come to worship God? What is it that will make you to read the word of God? He is very worried because him is a failure, friends. He has already failed. He really knows that he's on his way to the lake of fire. So now he's busy dragging a lot of people to hell. Amen. He's trying his level best to get more people to hell. Because he realized that his time is very short. Amen. The devil knows that his time is very short. So he's fighting for the final. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Samson, when the Philistines overtook him, they cut his hair and he was powerless. When the church come to a situation whereby they, they no longer pray the way they used to, to pray, there's a problem. When it comes to a situation where you no longer read the spoken words, the way you used to read those spoken words, then there's a problem. Amen. Amen. Because as Samson uh, stood up, he thought maybe it would happen as usual. Because this was a man that would take one bone and beat thousands uh, few times. This was a man that would take uh, 300 foxes and tie together and put fire and drive them to, uh, to burn the, the, the few times fields. Amen. This was a man that would raise the, uh, the gates. He was a powerful man. But now he was in a backslidden state. Amen. But something that I love with Samson, he realized that God is God of another chance. Amen. Amen. While they were being sacrificing their gods, he realized that he was wrong. But there was still a one more chance. Amen. He said, Lord, remember me. Strengthen me and avenge me of my enemies that took my eyes away. Amen. And the enemies that he died with those that day, there were a lot more than the enemies that he killed during his, uh, when he was healed. Amen. So let me tell you, my brother, my sister, you must stay with the word of God. No matter in a fallen state, you must still come back and say, Lord, I'm sorry, but once just one more chance, Lord, then God will give you that power to stay with the word of God. Amen. Our God always raises standard difference. It reminds me of Peter when he was right in the prison. 
We realize in the book of Acts chapter 12, the angel came during the night and shone right in the presence. Actually, <clears throat> shone right in the prison. Then the chain that was binding Peter, it fell off. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, chains fell well in the presence of the Lord. Amen. No matter what kind of a chain it is, but it will fall right in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Then this angel told Peter, get yourself, put on your garment and put on your sandals. Let's go. Then Peter thought, maybe I'm dreaming. Amen. But he realized that first word, he opened the door and get out. I could imagine maybe he was saying again, amen. Then the second door, he got through the, that entrance again, again, again. Then all of a sudden, he realized now there are uh, towards that gate, amen. The last gate, amen. The, the iron gate. Then the Bible says this iron gate, it opened on its own accord, amen. Then as he was proceeding with this angel, he realized, this is reality. I'm not dreaming. I'm out of prison, Amen. I could imagine maybe he might have said, Amen. Because all the gates were open, Amen. Let me tell you, my brother, my sister, our God will open all the doors for you, Amen. No matter what kind of a situation you are, wait for those doors to open, Amen. Because our God, when He opens those doors, sometimes you look like you are dreaming. But it's God blessing you, Amen. On normal circumstances, when God is blessing you, it's like you are dreaming, Amen. But Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we must just wait upon the Lord. Amen. Because those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. Teach me, Lord, to wait. As I invite Bra what amen to come and take off. Amen. 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 What a wonderful word tonight, our dear precious brother. Uh, we appreciate you tonight. Amen. Amen. It's true that if you wait upon the Lord, he will renew your strength. If the enemy comes in like a flood. Uh, some of us, uh, we, we tend to stand around and look and we forget that... Um, we aren't all the same, uh, we don't have the same strength when it comes to swimming. You get some, uh, they look at a little river and they, it rises by 20 centimeters and they get scared. And then you get some swimmers that look at two meters coming downstream and they look at that and they see a challenge to swim through. So tonight, we're not all the same swimmers. But if we wait upon the Lord, He will renew our strength. He will raise up that standard. And that standard is nothing else but the word tonight. So we thank you, our dear precious brother Philip. Amen. Amen. As brother Grace lead us in song.
put your trust in God, He can do everything for you. Amen. I read something over the weekend where um, I saw something where the note said, Sometimes God forces you in the water to swim because your enemy cannot swim. Amen. As Brother Nelson stepped to the fore and just uh, closed the service in prayer, Brother Grace, let's sing that song again, please. Father, I pray, Father God, that you bless Brother Philip. Yes, Lord, give him more weight in Jesus' mighty name. Father God, we pray. Father God, we destroy and we nullify every spirit that is not of God in our lives. We thank you, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you give us more strength. Yes, Father God, your word says when the wicked, yes, Father God, comes against us, if you are in you, Lord, Father God, he doesn't stand a chance against us. Yes, Father God, we thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving us strength this evening, Father, for reminding us again who we are, Jehovah. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that we're going to go out and face the enemy, knowing who we are. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, I pray for each and every believer as we'll be going home, Father God, for traveling mercies. We thank you, Holy Spirit, Father God, for you are a God that never fails. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, I think it's one more song and then we'll be dismissed. We'll see everyone on Sunday again. May we go out and have a victorious week that's left of it. May we go. The only thing that we need is the word. When the enemy comes in like a flood, stand with the word. Because God gave us one standard and that's the word tonight. Amen. Amen. Oh, be still and know, be still.